Britt, are you are you ready to are you ready to, to do the show or are we already in the show? What are we doing? Because every week, you know what happens. Jason is like, where did we actually begin at? Because we just start these conversations. The volume gets turned up and people are like, are we listening to the show? What are they doing? There's no introduction. We need to get our act together, Britt. So this get week is huh? Yes. So you're so are you saying that we need to get our act together? You need to get your act together. Or are you blaming me? You. Oh, wow. Okay, well, well, this is a good place to start the show. <laughs> you know, you know what? <laughs> um, um, first of all, welcome everybody to the DJ Eakin podcast. I am DJ Eakin, and of course, um, I would not want to ever do this show without her. Uh, you see how I int- intro you? The lovely, the one and only. If I had a drum, I would play it and give you a drum roll. Miss Brittany Gonzalez. Y- you like hey. that? You like that? Y- you see? You know, even though you record on your side, like you're just taking a mugshot with that clear background. Maybe I watch too much First 48 because that background looks just like if you move something, the measurements of your height will be there. And then we'll know. <laughs> then we'll know. I don't know. I've never been to jail, kid. I would not know. Really? I don't so know you've never person. you've never visited any of the guys that you date in jail? I don't I, I don't date those kind of men. I oh. have no. In- I, what are you going to do behind bars for me? The same thing that you do out here for me. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. And yet I'm still super close to you. You do. Let's look like, like, let's weigh that. A guy in jail don't do nothing for you. You are out here with your freedom and you do absolutely nothing <laughs> for me. Nothing. There's nothing that you do. And uh, I will continue. So. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, you know, it's cool. You know, it's cool. Um, Brittany, um, Actually, I think this is a good place because, well, first of all, you know what? Be, before I get into today's episode, which is aptly titled, if if you see the title on the app, uh, Fan Mail. And the reason it's called Fan Mail is because, Brit, I, Brittany, I have been compiling. Um, well, first of all, because you don't do this, because you, because I'm the one that's up on our marketing. I'm the one that's up on getting the word out there on us. I'm the one that's up on taking care of our business. I'm the one that even digitally lives somewhere because there is no BrittanyGonzalez.com because you're a damn slacker. That's the first thing. But there is a DJEakin.com, right? And there's a cool email address on there called the connect at DJEakin.com. And a lot of times I'll get emails. Most of the time it's for somebody's damn record that I do not want to hear. Come on, right. bro. Come on, bro. Or people just send me these gigantic ass files. It takes forever to download and it'd be like a whole movie in there of their video. Right. And I'd be like, bro, like have some have some Internet etiquette. But anyway, I've gotten a few emails in there about you, about me, about the show. And I thought that today's episode would be a good day for us to answer some aptly titled fan mail. You know, and I, I like to call them the Team Eakin family, but I, today we can call it fan mail only because you know what I do. I love old school stuff. So the TLC album fan mail kind of came to mind when I was thinking of a title for the show. I see? love it. You I see? love, do you, I love do, or emails, messages, whatever. Well, do do we have problems we need to solve today? Well, well, um, I'll, I'll let you be the judge of that because some were just for you. Some were just for me. And then there were some. That are just, you know, for the show in general. So I picked, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got nine here. Um, but before I even do that, though, how has your week been? Like, what, what's been going on with you? I mean, are you still caught up in uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Are you still caught in that? Or are you off that? No, I'm off that because it serves me no no purpose anymore. Like, I'm over it. You know, that's cute. It, I'm over that. I've been working, Egan, nonstop, okay? I have not slept. I've been working hard, drinking hard, eating bad. 
it's just been it's that's what comes when you get busy it's like when do you have time to do, do health stuff i don't know but i'm here now so that's what's I, what i've been like honestly just <laughs> i need a, a three-day nap Britt, you you literally said you've been working and all this other stuff and then you said when do you have time to do health stuff when literally i asked you were you still on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? And you, all these things you threw in. I guess, I guess, in the, I guess you did tell me that you were off of it. But I was like, where are we even going with this? Well, well, let me ask you this: in all of your work stuff, did you go to the Drake concert in Miami? No, because I had to work. I actually was invited to go. We and know you were. We know you were. We know you got a daddy of sugar out there somewhere. We know that you were invited to go to that concert. I, I just knew it, Britt. I just knew it. I, you know. <laughs> You know, and for all the dogs, I just knew it, you know. Did you go? Did you get to check that out? Uh, Brittany, first of all, let me help you out with something. I am honestly, and I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way because musically I think he's one of the greatest and best to ever do it. But I honestly have no interest in seeing Drake perform live. I just, I've seen him before. I have, and and again, this is not like, you know what I'm saying? People have their preferences. And I, I, I yeah. want everybody to understand this, right? Like, just because you have a preference... Before someone writes me and says I'm a hater, it's not that I think Drake is whack. I just, to me, everybody's not somebody that I want to see perform. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, like, a, and he's one of those people. I'm just, like, if I got tickets and I knew you were a Drake fan, I would be Britney. Here go two tickets to see Drake. And I wouldn't even miss him. And I would want you to go and have the time of your life. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. You know, I did see Drake perform when he uh, was in Miami. This was on his last tour. I was so disappointed. I got to tell you, it was so boring. Aside from knowing the songs, he had no production going on, no real stage presence. He really stepped it up on this tour. I will say that, you know, he added so much. I mean, just everything that he's doing is so it looks like I would actually have enjoyed this tour. But the right. last tour I was like, I don't ever need to see Drake live again. I'm good. Yeah. And, and then you know what it is with me, too? Like, I I don't know, maybe because, like I said, I was brought in this hip hop thing early. Right. I want to see things change. I want to, you know, like there's a reason to go to a live show to me. Right. And we know like DJs do different things. They might have a drummer there to help do some things. They might have a band with them live. You know, a lot. Of, right. And that's what I think, like, I think was dope when I would start to see West Coast artists or artists that weren't from like New York. Right. They would have a band incorporated like with their show and they're still doing like Snoop is still killing it. But like Colin Wolf or somebody would be there on the bass live and so things could change or you would go see um, Gangstar, you would go see Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, right? And Jeff was so dope on the tables that in the middle of a song, he started doing stuff with the record. You're like, oh, this is different than I normally would hear the song. A lot of rappers right. you go see now, it's whatever you hear on Spotify or Apple Music, that's the way it is. You know, we don't get no, no real like, you know, I'm not saying Drake didn't do this, but it be kind of for lack of a better term, it'd be boring to me. Yeah, it's not creative. It's not like an experience. It doesn't add to the experience, you know? Right. Yeah. Like 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 even did you see um Beyonce's homecoming um concert on Netflix? No, I didn't, but I know she went all out. Like I right. heard so much about it. Why did you? Yeah, like I and and you you watched that, right? And, I, and again, I'm not comparing like, you know, she's an R and B singer, right? She's she's it's dancing, it's everything. Rappers don't necessarily do that, right? But there was so much to see as that show popped off, right? Not only was the costumes, which turned into the merch that we that people were able to buy, right? Felt like you were part of the whole college thing. When she, I forgot what song it was. It was either uh, Crazy in Love or one of the songs, though. All of a sudden, when she's hitting it, uh-oh, uh-oh, 
whatever oh whatever song like that. Next thing you know, she's into back that ass up, and you like oh. You know what I'm saying? Like she's hitting it and you know, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, and it, and it just gave you different parts of the show where you was like, this is why I get off my ass, pay for this ticket and come to a concert. There were lights, there were screens, there were dancing, you know, and it, and it just like, it just seems like we've just gotten so lazy and accepting of everything and you paying all this money for tickets and a lot of rappers. And again, I'm not saying this is Drake. They will give you what I like to call hip-hop karaoke. If I wanted to come in and hear you just sing over the damn song, I didn't need to buy no ticket for that. I agree. And why is that? Like, even I went to go see The Weeknd. He performed in, I think it was Tampa. I went to go see him in maybe Miami. I don't know. I was so let down by his concert. It was so boring. It was one thing the entire time. No wardrobe change. He had that. It was you. Know, everybody's wearing those red kind of like uh, the maiden. You know that show right, where those yeah. women were, were forced to have babies and, and be uh, surrogates? It was giving that. And then that's all it was the entire freaking show. I was so like, like the 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 men get away with so much for their concerts versus like what the women have to, to, to do to put on a show. It's wild yeah. to me. But but why do you think they get away with that? Do you think that? You as a consumer, and I was, and I'm reason I'm pointing at you is because I'm I'm dead ass. I do not really like concerts. Like I just I just don't like. As I, like I said, I think that we've be, we've become so accepting as an audience that it's almost like they get away with anything. Like let me let me t- like I'll give you this example. I remember a time here in Tampa that I watched some dudes that I know super close to give Meek Mill like thirty thirty five grand to come do a club night. Uh huh. Meek came in. Almost every record he did, it was just over the record. You give a dude 30, 35 grand to come to a club night, so you're charging people 40, 50 at the door. And these are the concerts we're getting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like, you know, like, like she's she's I would say like she's definitely top three right now, the way we talking about her. Sexy Red, right? Sexy Red is oh. on the Drake album, by the way. She's on the Drake album, by the way. That means you need to step your game up. She came out and told you that her booty hole was brown, and now she's on the Drake album for all the dogs. You, I... Brit, Brittany, let me tell you something. You know how long you've been in this game working, working, working your TikTok, working your reels? Sexy Red told everybody her booty hole is brown. And a, <laughs> not, not even a year later, she is on the biggest, arguably the biggest dude in hip hop. She's on his album. And she got a picture I, with Drake. I think it's honestly to me it's pitiful. I don't get <laughs> like ah, uh, it gives me the egg. What are we doing? Where are we headed? I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying it's, you know, all bad, but damn, I don't get the sexy red hype. Like it, it's a fun song, ha ha, ha funny. I right. don't know how she uh, to get on Drake's album. Drake is so trash. That's why I can't stand him. He could have a stallion on his damn album. He could have you know just great talented artists. And not to say she's not talented, but I don't necessarily listen to her type of music all the time. Like that's not my thing. Like right, you, I, it's just not my thing. So I don't know, man. I'm upset. <laughs> Why are you upset? Because here's what here's what I think, and I think every artist should take note of this. I am not even thinking that it's so much because Sexy Red is talented right now that she's getting all these looks. I think what any artist should get from this Sexy Red situation is 
Understand what? relationships and the business. Because Sexy Red has gotten some looks that you know had to come from somebody else in another room going, yo, bro, I need this. And se- because think about it like this. How would Sexy Red even get close to Drake unless that was facilitated almost? You understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying Drake's ear ain't kind of close to the streets, but I believe this. I don't, I don't look, I'm not saying I know this, but I do know some things that happen in the game. Right. Even when Drake posted the picture of him in sexy red, I believe that was facilitated for her to get to that moment. I think everything happening for sexy red right now is heavily, heavily facilitated because Mm -hmm. the record was okay. It's, it's like somebody, I saw this online, right? Somebody said, Blueface's Tatiana record was not big enough for us to still know everything him and that girl he got that's missing a tooth are doing. That record was not that big that they should constantly be on the front page of every blog at least once a week. Right, right. And I mean, go ahead. You had a loss for words. It looked. I can't believe I got you at a loss. You normally, Brittany, you are normally here on the pod defending the honor of the female artist you sound like right now you're getting disappointed in the female artist well in some of them too because okay back to sexy red like you saw how she just posted that photo she was laid up with some guy she only posted his ankle monitor she's like i only like dreadheads and I i don't know what other type of guys but basically the guys that are you know always getting into the wrong things having to have an ankle monitor on type of stuff and it's like these kind of people who are very toxic who are broken people get to make music and it blows up and like we put her on this on this pedestal on this musical you know like platform and she's all she's sending all the wrong messages like i hate that like that's what bothers me about those type of female rappers is that they represent so much wrong with just like what we could uh represent as women and with a talent but I don't know. Maybe you could argue that Sukihana is the same type of rapper, but I love her. But I do think that she also has humor. She has a personality, you know, right. uh, she's funny. But so I don't know. There's just something about sexy red and just being like, I, it's just, I don't know. It's well, messy. L- let me jump in here and you can tell me what you think after, after, I, after I say this to me, sexy red is what's wrong with the industry as a whole. And I'll get this is my main reason why I don't believe that Sexy Red, like so many other rappers that are out there, are taking the music industry serious. Right. They don't. Right. So they Mm -hmm. do whatever they're doing. They do whatever they're doing, whatever they might be doing, whether it's it's I'm affiliated with something, whether I happen to just be this dude who's online or girl online. that has got a bunch of likes or, you know, I shake my ass a lot, but I've got all these followers. And then one day they wake up and say, you know what? Rap is easy. I just want to make a rap record. And they just make one like hip hop is the only thing or rap music, I should say, that people really get up in the morning and be like, I want to make a rap record. And then they do it right. And either because of the followers, because of numbers or because of however it's pushed, it becomes this thing. Right. I don't like I said, like, you know, Sexy Red has her place. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I've been in parties and. Taylor Swift little cousin be in the party I'm in and she will walk up to me and say, can I hear ski? You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Oh. So, so, I'm, so I can't say that there's not a place for it, but right. she doesn't to me take music or take this art form seriously. And everybody yeah. doesn't have to, but I think we've got so much of that now 
that we don't even know really where the real artists are because all of that is in the front. Mm-hmm. You're so right. It's in the front. Yeah. It's in the front. And I'm just so annoyed by it. I'm just like, I'm I'm ready for her turn to be over. Come on now. Let's do better. Let's let's put some real artists on. But then uh, I don't I don't think I don't think they're gonna go back to really putting on what we call real artists per se. And this is why I don't think they're gonna do that. Because now, now, and again, you can disagree with me. And if you feel like, you know, chiming in when this clip hits hits online, I don't think the music industry can ever go back to where it's really worried about artistry. You know why? Yeah. Because we're chasing numbers now. And since yep. they're chasing numbers, that is all that matters. That is all, like I like I laugh so hard when I when I'm when I'm online and I'll see somebody that I know that's like supposed to be an A&R, a record executive. And they'll go, music is trash right now. Da, 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 da. And I'm like thinking to myself. The position you got, bro, you supposed to be the one helping to handle that. But you ain't going to do that. You know why? Because you don't want to lose that cush job you got where you helping to spend some of these dudes' budgets and this and that and the other. And you are part of the problem. Because every time you sign one of these dudes be or one of these females because the numbers are what you want to see and not yeah. because it's quality music, you're part of the problem. And as long right. as we as long as everything is becoming continues to be so microwavable because they don't want to go back to spending the money on grooming an artist uh you know uh all because there's a lot of money that goes into developing an artist For you know sure. and, and and shout out to my guy ray daniels i remember years and years ago i had talked to ray daniels and this is before he started really rocking out with the god show like he's doing but you know ray has been having success for years and ray I, w I was shooting this project and i sat down with ray and ray said to me he said let's look at soldier boy are you gonna be a guy as an a r executive that you gotta find the artists, you gotta uh, groom them, you gotta get them with the right writers, you gotta get them with the right producers. When meanwhile, here's this kid over here that already has three million kids following him on YouTube, and now all I gotta do is help the situation. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And I think once the numbers became what what all that matters, because I don't believe, I, now, like, of course you're gonna you people could jump in and argue. What about Kendrick? What about J Cole? Yes. But the 3,700 other ones that we push out here because of numbers, you can't right. forget them to get me to yeah. a J. Cole. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, you know, ever since Ray has said that to me, I've seen nothing but it just continue to get it. it has, it's never going to. I don't ever see it going in the other direction. You look at influencing. You look at what happens when somebody gets a TV thing or something like that. Right. Everything becomes, you know, about what are their numbers? You know, like, why does, why does somebody get a deal supposedly to be an influencer? And this girl, all she could do, she might do, is every day she in the screen like, do y'all like my shirt? Girl, I ain't looking at your damn shirt, and you knew that when you got here. Like, I see, and I don't know, I don't know, maybe, maybe my algorithm is jacked. I don't know what I was doing to get here, but it's constantly some girl, like, Oh, you, should, you should subscribe and I don't know whether a year ago I was in a different place and Instagram is like we know what you like we know what you like boy yeah. <laughs> you know right and you know I know damn well if this girl come up there tomorrow and try to sell me something I'm not even trying to buy it I, you ain't influencing nothing girl show me them titties and keep going sorry I shouldn't even done that you know I'm sorry but I, but I'm just being real with it I'm sorry Brittany your turn I, I, I didn't mean I shouldn't even you know what bad DJ he can be quiet let Brittany talk for a minute you know I'm just saying though that's how people feel I think when they you know and I don't still, I just don't think music can go back that way because nobody's going to risk their job trying to get, you know, you got a couple of people, you know, that are so heavy 
that, you know, they, they got all this other stuff going. So now they got this guy in the cut that they've been working on and working on and working on. You know, could just be me. I I mean, yeah, I do think so. You're right, because it's all about the numbers. So that's the easiest thing to push. It's the easiest way to win, the quickest way to win. Um, so it's not about the quality. It's, it's definitely the numbers thing. And I just, man, I, I don't know, Ekin. I don't know where we're going, but... I'm gonna listen. I'm. I, I'm just gonna keep listening to. Who I like to listen to. I like finding new artists too. Like I'll put on one of the streaming apps and just kind of do a discover. And I'm listening to more Afro beats. I'm listening to more like uh, uh, music that's uplifting. That's kind of like almost like mantras, but with music. And I just I'm really on that vibe of I want something to to stimulate my brain more so than just. I mean, I still like to you know have fun with my music, but. I'm good with the sexy reds. I'm I'm good with all of that. Oh well, you know. So are you are you are you no longer twerking too? No, I still twerk. I just not on. <laughs> you got all excited. <laughs> like, oh yes, I I still twerk. Don't you ever think I'm not twerking? I'm sorry. I look. Dude, at every party, every girl, you know, when me and my girls get together, when we put on the music, a sexy red eventually comes on, right? Just because it's a funny song to us. Like, we do it because it's funny more so than it's like, oh, we love this song. It's just hilarious and fun t- funny to say. And so you're part of the problem. I hope you and your homegirls are happy. Take responsibility for what you have caused. Because well, if you guys... You, it, you did what? I said, I'm not the one playing it. If it's on, what am I going to do? Stop. Everybody's having a good time, and I just got to pull the plug. Okay, I'm let me ask gonna... you this. I'm, I'm glad you went there, right? Because I'm the, I'm on the other side. I'm I'm the DJ guy. Okay, I'm the DJ guy. Oh, yeah. What do, what do I, what, let me ask you a question. You and your girls come to a party, and it's probably usually like seven of y'all together, right? And one of y'all get the, <laughs> one of y'all, one of y'all get the balls or, or you know, get the gonads, get, get what, get the courage to either walk up there and tell me what song you want to hear or uh-huh. you, you you do that damn phone thing where you put it on your head and you say Bad Bunny or whoever, right? <laughs> yeah, right? So you do that, right? So you come up to me, and not to mention two other girls have already come up here and go, can you play Sexy Red? If I never play it because I'm this dude, I ain't playing no Sexy Red. You know what y'all say when y'all leave? That DJ's trash, yo. He don't play nothing we can shake our ass to. Yep, yep. So and 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 I'm gonna be honest. I don't care about no other DJ. I care about you in a party. I care about you and your girls shaking that ass. So I'm gonna give you sexy red. I'm right. sorry. I'm part of the problem. Then you I'm see, part of the problem. You're part of the problem too. And I get it. I do get it. I understand that it can be fun, but it also just ups her streams. It ups her spins. And and here we are with the, the second song. What's the second one she just dropped? The ski, I, yeah, ski, yeah, that's all over the place. I, I look, I heard a, I heard a, 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 a mid thirties dad say that the other day. He was like, ski, yeah. I was like, bro, how you even know about that song? He's like, you know, I got got young kids working for me, bro. I, I have to know these things. He was like, I know these things. You know, it's another big record. I guess all these records do have their place, right? But you know, it's another big one that is crazy to me. And and I'm I'm bad because my my guy Wildcard shouts out to him. Wildcard goes to me. He goes, Ekin, what won't you say on the mic in a party? And I go, probably not much. Like, I don't call people names or nothing like that. But I will. So we kept getting girls. And I'm talking about, like I said, Taylor Swift, little cousins, little sisters, aunts, <laughs> whatever, right? Was coming up talking about, can you play Slut Me Out, right? Right? And we would, you, ever, you never heard Slut Me Out? I don't think so. Who's oh, that my God. Oh, my God. NLE Wait, Chopper. 
Slut me out. Slut me out. I can't believe I'm even I'm even singing this in here. But anyway, check it out. Check it out. I'm so wildcard goes, bro. You, you are the wildest, right? I'm playing the song and they singing it. I turned all the music down. I was like, I did not know they knew this in the suburbs. How do they know these songs in the suburbs? How do they know these songs? Right. But but again, it's like and 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 you know again. Let let's be clear. We're not attacking sexy Ray because. I, but to your point, right? All these songs do have their place. But I but on the industry as a whole, it's like they just keep feeding us this this chaos, and that's what to me the problem is. I don't know, Brent. I can give you some titles if you missing some things because you yeah, like slut me out is a big one, and I'm saying I'm talking yeah, about it. Message. I, don't, I hate that message. No, don't slut me out. I, I no. The slime, slime, slime you down or slime you out. Also, Drake song, slime you out with SZA. Your boy, your boy Drizzy, and y'all love Drake though. Drake can't do no wrong. Honestly, I'm starting to turn on Drake. No lie, but that song right there, and I was upset with SZA for even allowing the name of that song to be named. That no girl wants to be told she wants that he wants to slime you out. That Obviously, is not- I bet. Hey, how many of your friends actually know the words of that song? I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know any of them. A lot of the girls that I spoke to, they all said the same thing. They were like, first they were like, oh, I like it. And I'm like, well, did you listen to the words? Well, yeah, it is kind of messed up what he's saying. Like, slime you out. Like, ew, that's gross. Like, that gave me, you know, like, so that's what they're saying. At first they like it. But then when I say, well, did you listen to the lyrics? Yeah, I didn't like that. So how can you like it, but you're getting disrespected in this damn song? Don't like it. Like, don't, Uh, I hate it. I don't hate. put it in your story. Don't put it in your story. <laughs> yeah, listen to it alone. Or, you know, I just don't. Don't bring it around me, man. I hate that stuff right now. I'm really turning on all that stuff. And Drake is just a, I don't know. He's really just starting to be just ick for me. I'm, and starting, I'm, to feel like you, I'm starting to feel like ever since Tory Lanez, you become an anti-Canada. Who's who's next? You don't <laughs> like Justin Bieber? Who's next? I mean, just I'm just saying. I, I don't want to call you out, but you're starting to sound a little bit anti-Canada. You know, you, yeah, you definitely don't like Tory Lanez. You don't like him at all. And no. now you're not liking Drake a little bit. It's it's kind of it's kind of real hate Canada this. Yeah, if it's, if it's got to be, it's got to be that because. But Justin Bieber has become like a husband. He's a nice guy, too. He's OK. He's helping to balance out Canada. Who? Bieber. Oh, Bieber. Bieber's Bieber. married. Love his wife. Bieber's made a lot of mistakes, but I don't hate him. I don't hate his <laughs> Like, he's not talking to women, degrading them, you know? Yeah, he's actually so I, saying sorry, too. He was like, yeah. sorry. You know, Bieber, sorry. You know, I'm just I, saying he's sorry, you know. I like oh. an apology. That's good, you yeah. know? Like, well, you know, you girl, don't talk about an apology. You know Drake is is the king of apology. Drake has apologized at least 17 times. I mean, he's messed <laughs> up 27 times, but he will apologize, you know. That's saying like those apologies aren't real you can't be apologizing all the time okay <laughs> you gotta learn from them mistakes quick look man drake drake told you before he dropped it this album was for all the dogs all of roof <laughs> roof <laughs> all the that. dogs you know, i'm just the album is called for all the dogs he ain't gotta say nothing else to me the album is called for all the dogs I did not even see that's how much i'm like so off drake right now because i didn't know that no wonder that song slime you dance. We none of us women should be listening to that damn album. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I've seen at least five women that I know post a song from there already. And it just dropped at midnight. And and look, I saw at least, at least 30, 30, not 30, 30, Jason. 30. 
women that I know took that trip to Miami. And they came from up here. Up here, Brittany, which means they rode past you and got to Miami. <laughs> they didn't care. For all the I, dogs, they was there to see the certified gotta, lover boy. I miss the controller days, the best I ever had, best I ever had. I know, you, you, know, know, what, Drake, you know what Drake did too? Drake reeled y'all in. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all will, for, and I ain't gonna lie, like, that line will go down in history. I don't, I tell people all the time, if you're talking about one-liners, to me, Best I ever had got some of the hottest one-liners ever. And uh, you, what woman don't ever want to hear? Sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on. What, what? Drake got you, he got you, he got you! And now he out here talking about, slime me out, girl. <laughs> he brought you in! He brought you in to slime you out! My bad, my bad, my bad. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got way too excited about the Drake plan. You're I got right. hey what hey what Drake say Drake say dudes will buy two copies of my album to say they bought one for their sister man them lyrics are, man let me hold on man I gotta look go ahead Brick go ahead because I'm gonna look these lyrics up man let me tell you something best I ever had had some of the hottest one lines ever ever see and huh. I want to read this and then we can compare it to the slimy out lyrics I ain't doing that because I don't even know let me tell you something I'm glad that I don't you know what's so crazy I can honestly say I've never listened to that song. Cause I ain't go see, see, this is me. See the church go inside of Thug Eakin. I don't even support that stuff. You out here supporting, and then you want to get off of it after you've given them five streams. Well, I had to listen to it. I mean, in radio, we gotta listen to the music. We gotta hear it out. Look, I, I just it. want you to remember Aubrey like this. Baby, you my everything. You all I ever wanted. We could do it real big, bigger than you ever done it. You be up on everything. Other hoes ain't never on it. I want this forever. I swear I can spend whatever on it. <laughs> Drake Ham! Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Know you got a roommate. Call me when there's no one there. Put the key under the mat and you know I'll be over there. Yup. I'll be over there, shorty. I'll be over there. I'll be hitting all the spots that you ain't even know was there. Girl. Girl, let me tell you something. Hey. Send the Addy. Send the Uber. Send the Addy. Hey, look. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. You don't even trip when friends say you ain't bringing Drake along. You know that I'm working. I'll be there as soon as I make it home. And she a patient in my waiting room. Never pay attention to the rumors and what they assume. And until them girls prove it, I'm the one to never get confused with. Get them! Them best I ever had lyrics, Brittany. Let me tell you something right now. Oh, my God, Brittany. Brittany, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sex, love, pain, baby. I be on that tank shit. Buzz so big, I could probably sell a blank disc. When my album dropped, bitches will buy it for the picture. Y'all didn't even care that he was like, bitches. Y'all was like, we cool with that, Drake. Look, and niggas will buy it too and claim they got it for their sister. He was even giving the dudes lines like, bro, watch yourself, watch yourself. I know you got that Drake album in your car. And, and we, you know what we all were saying? You damn right we got it. We got that album. Because when she get in this car, she want to hear Drizzy, we playing it. We playing it. I might be like, man, my cousin left that in here, but you want to play it? You want to play it? We put that Drake on. Put that Drake on. And, and he, that's how he sucked you in. Hold on. Hold on one more time. One more time. 
Yeah, just know my condo is the crack spot. Every single show, she out there rapping like a mascot. Y'all was singing them lyrics loud, Britney. Look, get it from the back and make your fucking bra strap pop. Y'all don't even care. And all up in your slot till a nigga hit the jackpot. I'm saying them Drake lyrics is something special. Let me them Drake lyrics is they was something special. That's best. I, look, look. I, I, I know maybe you missed that Drake. Maybe you just missed that Drake, Britney. I do, I do. And you're right. He did throw some some digs in there at, at us and y'all too. But but lyrically, you could respect it, right? Yeah, you had to. I, look, I ain't gonna lie. To, look, I ain't gonna lie to you. When he said dudes will buy two copies and say they got one for their sister, because that's in the days you was buying a CD, right? You ain't want your CD to be messed up, and you get the, you finally get on that date, and you ain't had that Drake to put in, so you had that fresh one be like, let something happen. I got this fresh one. I pull it out the pla- plastic and be like, girl, we can still listen to that Drake right now. I know the disc scratch, but not this new one. <laughs> he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing, Brittany. And then he got y'all roped in, and now he like, girl, let me slime you out. So now we are at a place in our lives where Britney is saying out loud that she's off Drake. I didn't, I didn't, you know what's honestly, I, and I, honestly, as a guy, I can say this. I never thought the day would come that I would see a female, that I would see a female that I know. Well, no, I cannot, no, I can say this. Cause the girl who first, the girl who first ever put me on to Drake, she was off Drake by album number two. But she's the typical like fan that like doesn't like when everybody else knows what she knows. So that's why she uh, was off him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she's rooting for him the whole time he's coming up when she like she feel like her and her little pocket of friends know about him. And then the yeah, minute he blows and gets commercial success, she's like, we off Drake now because she don't want everybody to know what she know. So she was off of him by album number two. But you, Brittany, it's surprising to me because you you just strike me as a woman that, you know, you there for all the Drake albums. Every year when the concert come, you trying to be there. And now you telling me I'm off Drake now. He can. I, I can't believe it. He's I can't done. believe it. Done. And, you know, he's taking a break from music for like a year and a half. He said I just really don't pay that much attention. I just don't pay I'm that much attention. Said, he just recently said, and I'm so glad I'm like, please take a year and a half off. Go heal. Go to therapy, bro. Come back. <laughs> Come back with some peace. Some peace. <laughs> and so, so you're not gonna miss. You're not gonna miss that Drake's not here. Come on, now we can't go a year. We cannot go a year of no Drake on the radio. I'm we've been getting good. it for ten. We've been getting it for ten, twelve years strong. How I'm do we do it? Their albums. I'm good with that. I can live with those because those. You know which one still like hit so hard, bar for bar. The one when he, it was him and Meek Mill when they were beefing. What's it called when they, the. They, oh, yeah, he kind of, yeah. Yeah, he kind of went in. I forgot which album that was, though, but he kind of, he was, he was but ready. That song, we, when we went to go see Drake, we were on the way there. We played that song, and damn, it was like the beef was still fresh. Like, that one. <laughs> it, was, on, it, was like, it feels like it just happened today, how hard he went. But anyway, so yeah, I'm going to go back to the old stuff. I'm good, I'm good with that. Okay, well, you know, that's that's a good segue, though, Brittany, because, you know, like I said, um, we were supposed to be doing fan mail, which I think we still have time. So I want to get into some of these questions. Right. And um, one of the questions that we got is about music. Right. So we'll just start this. This is a cool last segue. What music 
And and I, I'm never going to say who sent us these things because I didn't even put the names over. I just kind of typed the question. So if you sent us this quest, these questions or any of these questions, shouts out to you. And, you know, we appreciate you rocking with us and, and emailing things over. Um, and, and this one is pretty simple, Brittany. What music are you guys listening to right now? You want to jump in? You want to start? Oh, okay. I got, I'm thinking about my, cause mine is all over the place. That's uh, fine though. I mean, and it may just be a sound. It may not be a, you know, cause me, like, honestly, I don't know if it's particular records. It's more of a sound that I'm, that I'm on right now. What, what's the sound of yours? Um, a lot of old school R&B. Like I'm, I'm really there right now. And it could be because we, we just flipped a station up here in Tampa, right? Uh, one on one five, the vibe. And a lot of those yeah. records is just like, you just like, man, like, I feel good hearing these records, right? Like, like I'm, I, I'm, I, I remember my mom wake up and help clean this damn house. Like some of them records, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm remembering some of those records, but they just feel good. Like Candy Rain, you know, like like them records like that. Like I think they even they they dropped like some vintage LL one day. Biggie, uh, one more chance. Like those, you know, um, Chris Brown, Grass Ain't Greener, you know, records that you just ain't heard a while. you just like, wait a damn minute. Whoa, I forgot that Neo made that record. Wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, you know, I got some, I think the other day I was I was driving and all of a sudden out of nowhere, you know, this one was big, right? We get Mario. You should let me love you. Oh my God. I was like, wait a damn, wait a minute. I'm at the stoplight like I'm in concert. Wait a minute, you know? So, so I've been on, I've been on my R and B, um, you know, my my old school R and B vibe. You know, they and honestly, they've they've gotten some new joints in there too. Like I know SZA, Snooze has gotten a lot of run. I really like that record a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, um, there's been a lot of joints in it, but I'm kind of on, so you know, musically, not w- without naming a particular song, I'm kind of on like a cool ass like R and B vibe, and I'm talking about like up tempo, old school. Like I think one day they dropped like. Uh, like a like a uh, Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. And I remember, like that's that's like one of my dad and mom. That's like my mom and dad's one of their favorite artists, right? I I got that one day. I got you'll get a record that you know, like if if you know, um, you know the Biggie, more money, more problems. That's a sample of an old school Diana Ross record, right? Called I'm coming out. All of a sudden one day, I'm and I'm think, uh, the the record comes on, but it's the original. It's I'm coming out, and I'm like, damn, my mom and dad love. It. And I got a picture in my house that I literally got of Diana Ross because I always want this spot to feel like my mom and dad are there because you know that's that's vintage. That's, that's Motown is is in my heart for my mom and dad, right? So you, I'm getting records like that. So I'm really in this old school R and B, oh, just the R and B vibe period. Because the records, like you said, they just feel better, you know. So that's kind of been my vibe lately. So so where are you at musically right now? Uh, musically, I gotta say, definitely, like I've been diving back a little bit, a little bit into like the Akeisha Cole era, Ashanti. Uh, a, uh, let me see. A lot of it too is the Afro beats. I'm really, really loving Afro beats because they speak a lot of like you know energy and high vibrations and and keeping peace. And I'm really on that. Like that's the vibe and energy I want. Is the the frequency I'm on. So any of those type of songs, that's that's my lane right there. Burna Boy, Thames, uh, uh, this girl Iniko. I-N-I-K-O. She's really, really good with the positivity and making music sound very powerful. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at. You want to know why my face like this? Why? Because when you came out with like Keisha Cole, Ashanti, right, and those people, I was I was about to. I'm glad you you. I'm glad you aligned yourself with some Afro beats and some good vibes. Because the first thing I was about to say was, "Who baby daddy piss you off?" No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just, no. I'm just saying I was going to go there. I shouldn't act like that, but that was going to be my question. Who's not your baby daddy, but whose baby daddy in the girl circle pissed you off and now you mad at him because he didn't piss your girl off? I didn't know for sure. I'm just saying when you started giving me those vibes, that's where I went, you know. Thankfully, nobody is bugging me. Nobody's in my life to bug me. I just really love Keisha Cole when she performed with Diddy recently at the VMAs. Uh, I just didn't see that either. She, yeah, okay. Well, she did, and it just reminded me of like her voice and like the songs were always good. And I remember being in like middle school or high school, just singing her songs as if you know I was going through. Love. Some Never knew what I. Oh wow. But oh. I knew once we start kissing Yo, they used to sing that yo, I said, yo, in the club I used to cut that down, boy, they be going in. Sisters be going okay. in, boy. I can't even lie. I just wanna cut the volume down and let them go. They be going. You need to. Your next set, you need to throw that one in there. Cause it Man, always I- hits. Man, let me tell you something. I will end my parties with a slow jam in a minute. I and I and I am a fan of the sing along, sing along crowd, sing along. Yeah. I will cut that music down in a minute because I just want to hear them. I feel like they there when we get to those moments. You know. Yes, I love when everybody's in the club. Another one that sets off like that is Lauren Hill. Uh, Strumming my pain with his fingers. Okay, that right there, that song always, we love to sing it in the club. Like everybody, even the men are fucking singing it. It's awesome. Do you know though that, do you know that's a remake? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Aretha Franklin, Killing Me Softly. It's a a, a remake. If I'm not mistaken, it's a, a, yeah, Aretha Franklin, it's a remake. So listen to the original too. I mean, don't get me wrong, Lauren them they killed it too. I'm not saying that to be like they didn't do their thing, but yeah, that's an actual remake. See, you learn something on this con on this program. You learn something. I didn't know that, but yeah. I'm glad both exist. You know? Yeah. No, nah, it's it's a, it's a, it is one of those it is one of those dope sing-alongs though. Cause oh, 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 oh. you know, Lauren Hill is back in about to be on a tour too. That's about to be crazy. Her and the Fuji's back on tour, and I think Lauren is gonna be on time because Wyclef is super professional, so she's gonna be on time. No, I, I give Wyclef that. Like Wyclef is about his business. Like Lauren by herself, I'll be like, Ain't no chance I'm buying one of those tickets. Like, there's no. I will wait till she's there, and then I will walk up and buy a ticket. Then I'm not gonna do it before. I'm not risking. That. You're so right. And you're right though, Wyclef, man. Wow. You just reminded me too though. Like he, him, I would love to see him live. So oh, that yeah. was a great pan because I wouldn't go just for Lauren. That's what I thought when I was like, Lauren's going on tour, so who cares? She's not gonna show up. So a lot of shit's canceled. Yeah. You know, why bother? But speaking of like good shows, right? I don't like the Fugees to me is a show that people should see if they want if they love hip hop oh. because they give it to you. They bring the band, they rocking, the energy's there, the records change. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a show. It's a put together show. You know what I'm saying? And, and that to me is if I think about a good show, the Fugees are a perfect example. If I, a hip hop show that I'll be like I want to go to, it's the Fugees. Yeah. That's one of those shows. Now, okay, well, Brent, do you do? Would you like a question that's only for Britney? Do you want me to take a question that's only for Eakin, or do you want me to give you another one that is like a collective question? Collective. Let's do collective. Okay. Um, here's a good one. Um, what do you like most about your career right now? Look at me trying to find something. No. Um, <laughs> wow. What I love about- no. Not even that. I'm like, what aspect 
right now. What I love about it is that there's so much room uh, for growth. And so what I'm loving right now is that I'm figuring that part out. I'm learning that the, you know, the other side of this, because I'm always on just one side of the mic. So, uh, yeah, that that would be my favorite right now is exploring because I kind of feel like I've already, you know, I've done the, the, the mic thing. I love it. But let's learn some more things. Let's 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 grow. OK. What about you? Uh, That I'm really in a lot of control and I'm kind of doing it my way. That's what I love about it most, because I feel like um. And I think you and I got fairly close with a lot of things that I was going through, like career wise. So you kind of been there to see it. Right. I feel like, you know, I think when I when I first met you, I was in this space of like a lot of people around me that are in my circle or that have been part of what, you know, this whole DJ can thing were like, bro, this is the, this is a good spot for you. And it really turned out at the time. And, you know, Brittany, because you, you were there without me having to, you know, go, you know, exact moments, probably one of the worst times in my career. Like I was a part yeah. of a team. I was a part of a team that wasn't mine. And, and by that, I mean, and I'll tell anybody in their career with this, like I never again want to be a part of a team that's not mine. And that doesn't yeah. mean that I have to run the team. That means that when I turn my back, though, my team got my back because I always got theirs. Right. Like I'm never in a room plotting against my own team. We in the same fight. We don't always have to agree. We don't even know, you know, we ain't even always got to like each other every day, but I always got your back. And I, everything I do is about that team, right? Some things may have to be explained more than others because they might be misunderstood, but you're never going to doubt that I'm on your team. And I right. was in one, I was in one of those situations that I never want to be in again. And I felt like I was, you know, and I've talked to you about this. I felt like I was losing myself trying to fit into a place that didn't even want me, you know, and, oh. you know, and, I, and I'll never do that again. And I think over time of like, you know, we all in this career, in any career you in, you know, not just mine in any career field. I don't care if you even, you know, you're working at Amazon, you're working at UPS, you, you, you want you and playing pro sports. There's going to be peaks and valleys, right? There's going to be highs where you like, man, I can't miss. I'm not, I'm not missing. And then there's going to be lows and you like, bro, what happened? You know, we all go through those. And I feel like me personally, like I fought through all of those, you know, sometimes alone, sometimes with dope people around me, like you that I really call family that was there to like always encourage me or, you know, listen when I felt like I, I needed somebody to just vent to, you know, and I feel like I fought through all of that, you know, and I, and I think it made me better. And I feel like now I make decisions based on not only if it's it's a good opportunity. And it's much more than about just being about about the money. Right. Or I got the money. You know, it used to just be a lot of that. You know, now it's like. The money ain't worth my peace. Don't get me wrong. I want to make a good living and I make a, a pretty decent one now, but it ain't worth my peace. It ain't worth me like being at home, miserable at night, like hating even to be in my own house, hating to be in my own skin, you know, oh. and I just I just never want to be doing that no more. So I feel if, if there's a what I like most right now is that I'm doing it the way that I want to do it and everything. It feels like God is is helping me, you know, where God is wanting me to be. I'm being there. And if not, I'm OK with that part, too. Yeah, I so agree. And, you know, the fun answer, too, is to be like the perks, the concerts, the I mean, I know you don't like concerts, but the experiences, right, with artists right. and with listeners and these intimate moments. Those are, that's also one of my favorite parts about this, the intimate moments, the live performances, the one on ones, the 
Uh, yeah, that, that's gotta be a big part of this, but you're right, man, you can lose yourself in this damn industry quick, especially when you got the wrong people around you who make you feel like you're going crazy in your head, who make you doubt and question yourself, you know? So it's very important to not, to remove yourself if you can, or as soon as you can right. from that. It will, you will lose yourself, and I'm glad you didn't because people tried, people really tried and they will. Yeah. And and I want to piggyback off that other point you made, too. I want the I want the people to understand, too, because I'm just like you. Like, I love the people like they make this. They make what we do that much more that much more special to me. Like and I can really say that I'm getting to experience it a lot now with, you know, just adding one more thing to it. But it still all goes into that thing of my what what I get to do for the Buccaneers. Right. Right. Being in game host like I'm right there with the people. And it's a constant like we right there together. And I just want all of them to know, like. I appreciate them. Like a lot of people say they appreciate them. I want them to feel it. Like I, I want to take, you know, and I'm, I get it, man. If you Drake and you Beyonce, you can't take every picture. So I don't want everybody yeah. to take it like that. But me where I'm at right now, I love that energy that I get from being right there with the people. So I just want them to understand too, that no matter who you a fan of or, or whatever, none of this works without you. You're a part of it. We got to all be respectful to each other, but mm -hmm. I want those people to just like you just said, to understand that my experience with them it's just as important to me as their experience is with me. And I love that part. So, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love it. Okay. Well, you seem to be like you leaning towards uh, like the hour questions. You don't want to be on an island by yourself. So we'll do we'll do another one that's like this one might be this one might have to take you back a little bit, though, Britt. Okay. You guys talked a lot about racism and Black Lives Matter, but you don't do so much now. Why not? Want me to jump out in front? or? Yeah, jump out in front. Okay. Well, I would say we are kind of um, at the time when we really jumped out with this podcast and we really were like going, it was front page news. And a lot of things were happening directly, like either um, we were involved in or happening right around us to where, you know, we were we were just in it, you know, and it became like what we brought to the microphone. Right. We were having guests on that were either heavily in it, like, you know, like. Uh, Keon, we met him. He, you know, he was right in the middle of what was going on in, in Wisconsin. Right. We were meeting people and talking because I feel like this, like when you're doing this kind of thing, you can't just fake being about the people. You kind of got to be with them if, if they're going to be involved. Right. And we were talking to a lot of people and we felt it personally. Right. Like I, I felt the George Floyd thing. I felt the Trayvon Martin stuff. I felt Black Lives Matter because every day I wake up, I don't get to be anything else but black. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and people right close to me were right in the middle of it. So it's not so much that I'm off that because I very much still feel that Black Lives Matter and I'm going to fight for that, you know, till the death of me, right? But right. it's not so much that it's the, it's the main topic every day because that's not, you know, that's not, our podcast isn't that. Our podcast is like, you know, we kind of can move around. Some days it's, we have these really funny shows and we really get into a lot of things that make us laugh. And then sometimes a topic may present itself where it's like, yo, we, we need to get on this. We need to talk about this. We need to have a person on here. You know, like even we've talked about the pandemic, right? We were talking to people who really understood the vaccine, right? We were talking, when we talked about the election, we were having people on who really could talk to us about voting and, and, and the polls and stuff like that. So I, I just want to be, you know, a, a real journalist. And I think you, I agree, you know, that's one of the reasons why I love you being here is that we could do things all day to try to get clicks. But I think the thing about us is that we really want to be good journalists and good hosts at the same time as well. You know, so right. that's kind of my, my thoughts on that. 
Yeah, because I still feel the same, you know, like uh, racism is still real. Injustice is still happening every day around us locally and nationally worldwide. That never goes away. And so what I've continued to do is just educate myself. But also, it's, I think it seems like we're, maybe we're being quiet about it, or I can speak for myself that I'm being quiet about it. For a time, too, I had to disconnect from it because my mental health was deteriorating. Like, being so on the pulse and seeing it and every day reading about it and, and you know, because I also wanted to be educate myself, but also be able to say, like, these are examples of how it's happening. It was really messing with my mental health. And I hate to say that knowing that you being a black person you wake up every day in your skin you don't you can't just turn it off right like you're always going to be visually seen as a black person first so but i do think that in for me i i i just i don't know how you deal with it i don't know how mentally but when you focus on it for too much it really starts to just make you look at life in a very dark and bleak way and it was taken away from from everything else so that's kind of where I had to be like, when I see it's happening, I'm going to speak up. Or when I see something that needs to be brought attention to, I'm going to do that. But um, in the meantime, I got I got to protect also my mental health, man. That It was really hard. That's difficult. Wow. Yeah, and, 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 and to that point, though, even even being a black man, right? Like there were there there are a lot of times that I literally have to be like, put the phone down. Because there's always yeah. going to be a video of something happening, right? And just like you, like my mental health can get in this place to where everything is negative, you know. And and I, we've said this before, and I I definitely say it. Every cop or law enforcement person that I've met has not been evil, have not been right. one of these cops, right? Like, and they're not all black. And some of the black cops have been part of the problem, right? You know what I'm saying? So I want to be objective, but you know, to your other point. I am black first. So I, I, you know, I'm going to stand up for that. Uh, but I also want to be a positive person in that where is, you know, like I can't go out here or I don't want to go out here. Right. And I'm talking about all these things that are wrong and how this and that and the other. But then when I turn the corner, I'm not living like that. I'm doing I'm doing the exact wrong things that, I, that are out there. So I also to your point. Right. I can't watch all that stuff all day because I will be beat down just like you. So yeah. I have to walk away from it. Right. And, and to that to that point, we were in it. Right. There was a video Every day, they're from another angle. Somebody else talking about it that was there. Another interview was always something. So we all, I think, had to, in our own way, step back away from it, you know. So, you know, again, to answer that question, it's not that we're, you know, that is forgotten because I'm, I can't, I, there's no way I can forget it. But at the same time, I think when you're doing a show like this and you're on this platform, our platform, we're so like, you know, these individuals that I really feel like I can get into a conversation with you about anything. You know, but if that presents itself to where it's this it's this burning topic or I need to be on the block and be in the middle of it, I'm going to be there. You know, that's just me. Yeah, it's same. That's what I like. You know, when I got to step up, I am. And and if you want to talk about it, if you know something that's going on, I'm talking to our listeners that like you can write us and we can, you know, bring it back up. You know, and if it's if it's not making national headlines, we can still talk about it if you bring it our way. It's just it just can't be, you know, all the time. Right. And I think that's everybody. So I, I, I love that question, though. It's a great question. Uh, you know, you know I, 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 I funneled some good ones out of here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take this one. This one was to me. What advice do you have for a new DJ trying to get in the game? One word. Don't. Don't. <laughs> 
Find something else to do. We don't need no more DJs. No <laughs> more. We, look, we don't. Hey, look, I've I seen some old school like TV shows. We don't need another DJ today. We don't need another one. We don't need another one. And here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. No, no seriously. We are so caught up in, and again, I don't know the nationality of this person. I don't. Like I said, I just really was typing the, taking the questions that I wanted. Here's why I say that. I want to encourage people that are asking me to do exactly what you were talking about earlier. Learn this business because the talent will come and go. The talent people will come and go. I'll, I'll never forget, man, shout out to my, my big brother in this game. His name is Azim. Azim told me one time, Azim said, yo, something had happened and it was a little disagreement with him and one of my PDs. And Azim said, look, man, I'm in the business of saying, yeah, I'm in the business of working together. He goes, these artists are going to come and they are going to go. As executives and people move in the business, if we're doing it correctly, we're going to be here. And if you really think about this business, think about how many people you know that never have done a song. They don't write. They don't produce. They are in the business of this entertainment thing. Right. Yeah. And they got a desk and they're an executive somewhere and they got a credit card and they're doing this. And I'm not saying their job isn't hard. But they're making decisions right on other people's lives half the time on what artists make it, what artists they promote. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they in this business. And I think if a lot more of the people who think they want to get into this entertainment thing don't forget the word business, yes. they would be around a lot longer. Entertainment is there. Yes, it is. But it's the entertainment business. And I think people think that people be like, yo, how do you do it? How, man, let me tell you something. bro. I do it because I don't get no sleep. Because if I didn't want to learn the business, I'd be sleeping like a lot of my other DJ friends till 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But meanwhile, I'm up at 8 o'clock in the morning going through clips or writing Jason, asking him a question about even how to get our podcast popped off more or what we need to do and, you know, this and that and the other or, or trying to take a class. And I'm not saying other people don't do this, but I encourage right. people to learn more of the business stuff that's here because there are like 9,000 jobs that people don't even see, but they out there. Right. You know, right. That So uh, don't, is what I say. I, and I'm sorry, don't take it the wrong way. I'll give you some explanation behind it. But I say one word, don't. Sorry. Well, I'm going to say do both. Learn the business and go after DJing, but learn the business so that you can be more, you know, it's not just a clock in, clock out DJ gig, you know. Uh, build something behind that and with it. So I just want to know, Jason. You producing this thing. That was my question. How she get to answer my question? That was my question. My question. She didn't She didn't even want one of her own yet because if she got two up here, she goes, no, let's do it together. Now, I take one of my own, and now she want to jump in on it. So for that, so for that, now you're going to get a Britney question. Now you're getting a Britney question. You ready? What's up? Preference in men, older or younger and do you see yourself getting married in the near future? Ah, it's a great question. Uh, easy answer. Older men. Older men are wiser, know how to nurture a relationship, have already been through most. Most have already been through the phase where they needed so many women to validate them and their ego. Okay, I think that, uh, and now I'm not saying all of them because I still know some old men who love to cheat and love to just swear they're still 24 you know, whatever. But um, older men are much more better and uh, getting married one day and it's going to be a big ass wedding. It's going to be out of the country, but uh, not anytime soon. No, because uh, I, I I'm focused on me. I can't I can't go into a 
no, I can't. I'm not there yet. Mentally, I'm like going all in on me right now. Okay. Ain't my question, but can I add something to it? What? Um, how much older? Oh, okay. I start at 40 and up. 40 and what? um breathing. Okay. So and um <laughs> wait, uh, no, I mean, no, that was a good answer. I'm not trying to ruin your question. I just wanted to get get a little bit more on it. And and here's because even the 30-year-old men, I would like to think that they're grown enough, but I've seen so much immaturity in 30-year-old men. I swear to you, I, I know a 30-year-old guy runs a business, does well for himself, but he's immature. He thinks it's cool to fight still and that he loves to be the first one to fight. Like, it's again, the ego thing, right? Like, in the testosterone is just up here. So it's like everything else was checking off. But that part turned me off. Can't can't continue. Like I literally just stopped talking to him. I was like, I can't. Um, so that's what I mean. That's why I say forty because I feel like they've gotten most of that out of their their way. They've proved themselves. They've got something going for themselves. They're secure with themselves. You know. Okay. And the other part I had to ask for that. Do you do you feel like though that the older guys are setting their ways though? Are you are you worried about that? Uh, it is a concern for me and I have encountered it, but I still find them to be way more enjoyable and, uh, way more compatible with me and with how I like to do things. Oh, so you got an old soul. Oh, Brittany, you got an old soul up in there? You got an old soul up in there? I, I ain't even know, Brittany, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I definitely find them much more appealing than the 30 year olds just watch bachelor in paradise and you'll see what i what i'm talking about with the 30 year old men i um, it, it's um no not watching that you can see what i'm talking about check it out just one episode <laughs> hey here's what i'm gonna have to do trust you enough to take your word for it okay and if i do watch one i think i gotta watch that other one you told me about where it's the old guy Oh, the Golden Bachelor. Yeah, because I didn't. I think I saw a scene. Did, did one woman flash him or something? Open up her whole like. And she, they said she'd been doing that. She'd been doing that her whole life or whatever. Like I just saw a scene. I don't know. I think I saw it on social media. Right? She like here. This this can be for you, old daddy. And he was like, "Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like I'm the Golden Bachelor. I don't even know if I. My heart might can't take that. He was. Oh Listen, those women are straightforward about what they're up to, what they're into, what they're ready for. You know, because they're in their 60s and 70s, so they're they're not playing shy. They're like, let's do this or let's not. And I oh. love that. Oh, I, now 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 you got now you got me. I might watch an episode of that. Yeah, that is, it's great. It is it's refreshing to see people looking for real love and real connection. And um, yeah, they're just not on that that BS, those games. They're very much like I'm here to find love, and and they're so intelligent and dress nice. Like they're baddies. That's how I'm gonna be when I'm in my 70s and 80s, a baddie. So so the lady that the clip that I saw where the lady just walked up to him and opened her whole entire dress up, she was looking for love. What was she looking for? Because that didn't look like love to me. Like she was looking, like she was trying to get her head knocked off by the golden bachelor. That's all I'm saying. Look like she was trying to get her head knocked. Look, not clean off. Just knock your head off. Just knock my head off right now. Knock my head off, Goldie. Just knock my head off. That's all I'm saying. That was aggressive. I would not have done that. But she wasn't actually naked. She had like a nude thing going on. It was nude colored, but it was clothing underneath it, like bandaged almost. Um, but that was a little much like to be like, oh, flashy. No, I'm still going to be classier, but I still love her. I just wouldn't have done that introduction. 
See, that's what I'm saying. See, that's why I recommended these dudes. If they got a camera job, they could have been right there on the set. See? The Golden Bachelor. See, you ain't even DJing. You working (laughs) on the Golden Bachelor. You got a camera. You in production. You seeing everything. See what I'm saying? They don't even realize how dope these jobs are. I'm just saying. Look, I I, I try to give good advice. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Brett, here you go. Are there any podcasts that you guys listen to? Oh, yes. You want me to start? You can because I don't got no podcast that I listen to. Okay. <laughs> I love. I'll start with uh, the Mindset Mentor. He is great to start your day with. He, he definitely gives you perspective. If you need some like to be productive with your day, start with the Mindset Mentor. He's great at that. Like I said, give you perspective and, and making you want to be productive and um, in a good, positive way. Right. Oh, that okay. one and Scam Goddess. Scam Goddess, her name, I forget her real name. I think it doesn't matter. She is hilarious. Uh, she she talks about scams that people have done in the past, and she goes through them, like, how it happened. And But she's hilarious and entertaining. So that was just for more fun, funny. Right. Oh, Demona, the Don't Call Me White Girl p- podcast. Have oh, you I think, heard yeah, of her? Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen clips of that. Like, that, that to me looks like a good one. I've seen clips of that. It, she is so funny and intelligent. She speaks on 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 black culture and she's she's really just well rounded. She's been to jail and all this stuff. And she's learned because of that. I think it's even made her more intelligent. And you'll see why when you listen to the podcast. But the don't call me white girl podcast. Those three right there. Top three. OK, oh. now, you know what you just did, though? You just gave me three podcasts that I'm actually going to check out. I am. I like, to- I like the mindset one really made me be like. Okay, you know, I and I can I do listen to the this podcast called um how I built this. I haven't listened to it in a minute though because I seem like I just been so swamped. And the guy just kind of has different entrepreneurs on there or people who've started things that we know about, and it just talks about you know what they went through to get their business or whatever they have you know going or whatever. And that, that's a, that's you know those are pretty good stories you know because I could watch you know the hip hop stories and I'll be like bro I got I kind of don't need no more of this but you know. And to your point, I, I I like some of those titles that you gave, too, because they're in a different genre. Right. So it kind of opens up our mind. Right. I mean, caught in this hip hop thing a lot. So I, I think I will. I think you just gave me three to kind of check out. I, you know, Brittany, I don't usually give you big props on your <laughs> answers, but, you know, I, I got to give you some props right there. You know, um, the vibe and go with either of those. You'll be good. But I also want to check out yours. What's it called? Oh, how I built this. How I built this. That sounds yeah. like something. I'm doing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty dope podcast. I was listening to the uh, I, I don't know how I find my way to killers. I had to stop listening to that. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, Atlanta uh, child murders when all those kids were missing in Atlanta. It was just going through that story and it was different parts of it. And I, I was like, bro, this is kind of like I'm riding in the car. This is getting dark. I was like, I have to stop yeah, listening to this. And it would like come on as soon as I as soon as I cut my car. And it seemed like my phone. I'd be like, how's my phone always here? How is it always here? Like, I like I noticed this in what I was listening to last time, but it would always be there. And I had to, like, just cut the download off. Like, bro, stop it. I, I, this is dark. So, yeah, but I like how I built this. I, I Like I said, I'm going to check out the ones you talked about as well because they seem – that mindset one definitely kind of – I was like, ooh, I kind of will check that out, you know. Um, two more. And then we can call it a day. But um, I'm going to read this one out loud. This one was for me. But it was about you. <laughs> okay. So it says, and I think we kind of addressed this when you first came back. It says, how does it feel having Brittany back? And do you feel like the chemistry was lost when she wasn't there? Let me address this in two ways. Big shouts out to everybody who really rocked with me here while you were gone. But yeah. I, 
you know, I have to admit, like, I do feel like in this podcast space, like you're my person. I do. I don't can't believe I said, Jason, please delete that out. I, I feel like <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I do. I feel like, and you know, we were going through, like, like I said, and you and I talked about this before, too. We were going through a time where we weren't communicating the way that we should and some things were getting dropped and I was getting frustrated. You were getting frustrated. The time was all over the place. And, you know, we just kind of did this walk away thing. And I, you know, I, I got to tell you know, everybody, and I'm, I'm man enough to say this, like I missed having you here. And it wasn't like I said, the other people were doing a bad job. I just feel like, I don't know, you get me in a certain way that everybody doesn't. And maybe that's because we've spent so much time around each other, whether it was radio, whether we've actually just hung out, whether we just talk on the phone about, you know, and it's been guy girl stuff. It's been, you know, house stuff. It's been the entertainment stuff. Like we've had so many conversations that I just feel like my relationship with you and my chemistry with you, it just hits different. It doesn't mean the other people were bad, you know, per se, right. but you know, like, uh, you know, it's like watching something, right? Like Batman and Spider-Man wasn't the same as Batman and Robin, you know, not that you're right. as good as Robin or anything, but I'm just saying, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's, you know, it feels good. Um, having you back, it does. Um, you know, Jason and I are back used to what we're used to. Like you show up and we like Britney's early and then we start late. So that, that but, it, but that's just how we work. No, no, that's how we work. I mean, it would it's not even, you know what? I don't even want a partner that I start on time with every week. Cause I wouldn't even know how to act. I need, I'd be like, yo, Jason, why is she always, why is this person always here five minutes early? That ain't how we work here. Britney cut the light on and we think Britney there and she walked by the chair six times and then she sit down. So we start eight minutes late. That's how we do it. And that's what works for here at the DJ Aiken podcast. That's that's the only way it can work. We don't need everybody on time. Jason is on time. I am on time. You can't be on time every time. It won't even be right. So, you know, it works for us, you know. So short answer, I am happy to have you back, Brittany Gonzalez. Me too. I am happy to be back. This is always a good time. And I'm yo, in a better situation. Damn, I was not, I could not do it. Like, yeah, it was just my, my chaos. But that's a part of, you know, when you grow and you learn to get, find peace and all of that, I'm, I'm much more organized now. Still late, but organized. Uh, I, 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 you know what, it's in your defense though, you weren't even late today, Jason. When you popped up, Jason was like, what is happening? Ah! And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, Brittany is 15 minutes early. I had to get up out of the side chair and be like, wait a minute. Wait, I got to go sit over in the chair early because she's already here. And oh. then and then the real you showed up. You got out of the chair. <laughs> you walked around. Your camera moved. You took the camera with you. All these things were happening. And then before you know it, we were starting eight minutes late. And that is how we roll here. You know, so that we were back to being us just that quick. Um, last question. And then we will in this episode but th this one is a good one Brittany and I'm you're gonna have to start this one okay do you guys like or love your show and what's the plan for the future of the podcast and then they had in parentheses you guys should be bigger boom oh, I love that um I love our show, of course I love our show because it's so dynamic right we can talk about music we can talk about uh politics we can talk about real life issues um you know, our relationships, just our feelings, our perspectives. So I love our podcast because it is so well-rounded and also because we're cool with each other. So it's easy to, I don't feel uncomfortable talking about any subject with you. And that's really important because if you have a partner where you don't feel like you can say everything you really want to say, cause they might go sideways with you that, yeah, you know, it's not a good recipe. So I love our show. And what was it? What was the second part of it? 
what's the plan for the future of the podcast? Is that on me? Bro, I just need to get a better microphone, y'all. Wait, just give me one week. I'm going to get a better microphone. I'm going to get a better setup. But that's also the plan is to get a better quality so that we can grow. Okay? <laughs> Look, here's the, here's the first thing. And they don't even know this. But Jason and I know this from production, right? Brittany has shown us a pretty dope setup, right? She got like a neon light. She's all set to have this dope setup. And then she comes to the show and it's like she about to take a mugshot. And me and Jason <laughs> look at it and go, all right, I guess this is the Brittany we getting this week. But like if you guys could see the setup that she's building, you'd be like, damn, Ethan, you got to step your game up if Brittany gets to sitting in that space because she got like, you know, the the, the 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 cool chair happening. She had a neon light. I was like, bro, I got to, if she put that neon light up and she come on the screen with that, I got to be I ready. I need someone to come help me put this stuff up. I'm a single female. And I'm Brittany, you just, to- Brittany, let's not, let's go back to your other question. Dating older men, your daddies of sugar. They either can come over there and help you put it up or they can hire somebody. You're not paying for dinners because you're hanging out with the daddy of sugar. So you can save your money. And what is it called? Angie. And call Angie. Get you somebody to come over there and put that stuff up on the wall. That's all I'm saying to you. That can happen. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. House. I don't want no boys in my house. That's why I haven't asked them to, to set it up for me because I'm like, then they got to hang out. Then they got to, you know, get comfortable. I don't want all that. I want you to get in and get out. I just told you to go on Angie. They, if you go on Angie, it's not Angie's list no more. It's called Angie. <laughs> You can hire somebody. Come there and do the job. Oh, what is it? What, then they got another one. Is, I want to say it's Taskmaster, but that's not it. It's, a, it's something. But it's a, it's an app. You go on there. You find a handyman, or you find, you tell them what you want the job to be. They come and do the job, and they leave. They ain't got to hang out. You ain't got to cook them. You ain't got to make them no Spanish food. You ain't got to give them none of that 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 Christmas milk y'all give people. You know that Christmas milk y'all make. <laughs> you ain't got to give them that. You ain't got to do none of that stuff. You just, they do the task and they leave. That's it. Is there's a lots of apps for that. There's uh, I that, so thank you. Now I am gonna yeah. download that app. There's Angie and there's two. There's Task something because Task Rabbit. That's what it is. And you can hire those people. You can discuss the price before they come. And you know what? Get this. It ain't always got to be a man. There are women on there that come over there and do handyman work. Good. All right. Perfect. I'm gonna. You know do what I'm saying? That. Yeah. Now. Uh, back to the question. I also love the show. Got a bunch of reasons, but I like the ones that you use. That was perfect. What's the plan for the future? The plan for the future, honestly, to me is, like you said, to be more proactive about the content that we put up and everybody seeing the content, where to find it, which is also part of a marketing plan that we are working on as well, because we know like with anything like this, right, there's so many choices that people have. You got to get your marketing game up and, and that part of thing. And also too, like Brittany said, I think that, you know, um, we both are working on, you know, growing our production because people, they like, you know, they want to look at, you know, they want to be looking at something that's pleasant when they're watching these kind of things on like YouTube and listening to that sort of thing. And, and I think for me, I do want to keep growing. I do want to keep doing this. I think it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a part of my week that I really look forward to. And, and also too, I think something else, and I know people, you know, they've asked me a lot, like, can they be on the show or why don't we have more guests? Here's my thing about the guests, right? I am not opposed to having guests, but I think you and I have done so many favors to where we don't mind having people on the show. But what frustrates me a lot of times is like when you have somebody on your show, right? We're all doing these things together. It's like a cross platform. And then you share something and tag them and they don't share it. Not in a story or nothing. I'd be like, bro, like, like 
I did this for your people. Your team was like, yo, come on this pod, come on this podcast or whatever. And if nothing else, I know we rocking out in Florida and in the Southeast. So you trying to get to some of that audience that ain't normally yours. I know that's a space that we rocking out heavy in, you know, and I think, you know, sometimes, you know, but it doesn't frustrate me because I'd rather have the right like seven, eight thousand, you know, people rocking with us as opposed to having like, oh, my God, I wish we could get to these numbers and they don't really rock with us. And I, it's it's always great to me when I go somewhere and someone goes, are you still doing your podcast? Because we might have missed a clip or we didn't put a week up or something like that. And they're like, so that lets me know that people and these are people that I'll be like, I've never seen you comment on nothing or nothing. Like, man, I love your podcast. And I'm like, I never even seen you like a clip or nothing, you know, so. <laughs> But we yeah. stick with it, though, and I, I just think that. So, you know, I think the plan is, like you, Brittany, like g- get it bigger, get it better. And, it, you know, and, and that means what they get to see, the stuff that we talk about, you know, and, and being in it. And I think that's one thing that we do well. We're kind of in it, like, you know, and I just want to be in it. But I also am big on not trying to talk about the same things that they could click on for seven other podcasts because I think there's a lot more. You know, I, we don't got to talk about everybody who – Oh my God, they broke up. They divorced. Oh, he, he, he pushed her or she swung on this other girl. I don't, I just, I just think that that to your point, it's so much of that out there. I, I just want to get off. I just want to have fun with this at the same time, you know, and yes. still be, still be a big part of the culture. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. So, well, well, I left the Tory Lanez question off cause I didn't think we wanted to go there today. We've been a big positivity That's- show. You know, I, I left that one off. That was a, that was the, the last one that I didn't get to, but I think we did well with the fan mail and uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just keep it going. That's more. Absolutely. I love it. Oh, well, you know, Where but can you they don't, send it? Uh, the connect at DJ Cause you know, the email addresses work over here. Cause I got to keep us up on things. Cause we know <laughs> you uh, look, look, I'm just saying Brittany. So what I gather from this episode is you're going to, you're off Drake and you're glad that he's not making any more music. I'm just summing up some things. Yes. I'm glad he's uh, leaving. Take an exit permanently, please. No, maybe not permanently, but go, like I said, go heal. Come back. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to be over here. Oh, are you going to listen to the new album? I don't care to. I don't care to. I honestly don't even want to because of, of the Slime You Out song. I'm like, what's the like? And then now you told me it's called For the Dogs. That's for not all for the me. dogs. For all it's the dogs. Uh-uh. That's not my kind of music. That's not my 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 vibration my frequency wow Mm-mm. man I has Brittany has really changed you drake jason you remember back in the day that she would almost <laughs> come on the screen she would almost arrive at the show twerking and now <laughs> it's like that's not even my frequency Egan. that's not my frequency at all well you know what Brittany? i'm proud of you that's i guess that's called growth it is thank you well there you go <laughs> uh <laughs> Brittany, where can they find you at online I'm on IG and TikTok brunch with Brittany. And uh, those are my two favorite spaces. And so check me out there. Oh, brunch with Brittany. Are you having a lot of brunches? You know what? I, I'm not. But this is part of the whole like uh, rebranding and everything. I'm figuring that part out. I don't need I don't need to do brunch right now. I need to do the the hard stuff. You know what I'm saying? Get my setup right. Oh, oh, Get oh. my equipment together oh, oh, there you and go. i don't have oh. my equipment what does oh. that look like that was aggressive that's all i know that was aggressive <laughs> <laughs> um at dj can across all the platforms man and on uh youtube at dj can tv all right uh shouts out to our guy jason and of course the radio influence family for rocking with us right here man and and uh shouts out to you man for rocking with us here at the dj can podcast Brittany gonzalez i appreciate you and um as always it's it's love all right all love. Thank you, Egan.
Hello. Catch all new episodes of the DJ Eakin podcast with Brittany Gonzalez dropping every Friday. Subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcast fix.